This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Spectrum Business works with small businesses nationwide, so we know that running your own business means doing it all. Marketing, sales, inventory, customer service, and more. Spectrum One for Business helps you keep it all connected for just $49.99 a month. Get fast, reliable internet, advanced Wi-Fi with security shield, and a free mobile line for one low price. Stay connected and do it all with Spectrum One for Business. Only $49.99 a month. Go to spectrum.com slash business to learn more. Restrictions apply. Services not available in all areas. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Vonage. With Vonage Voice API, you get comprehensive call analytics, virtual assistance, automated speech recognition, and text-to-speech benefits across multiple languages. Developers can add smart voice functionalities into your app, giving your customers an easier way to reach you and you can start collecting real-time data to drive more meaningful engagement to move your business forward. Learn more at Vonage.com. Hello, you're listening to the Smart TV Podcast. My name's David Butcher. This is a weekly bonus episode from the Main Radio Times Podcast where we tell you some things to watch in the week ahead. Ten programs altogether, nine to watch, and one to miss. So, on with the show. Straight in, I can't not talk about the Peaky Blinders finale on Sunday night on BBC One. It's a huge TV event. This is a drama that has just ripped up the rule book of costume drama. It's completely changed how channels think about that, how they use music on screen. It's also had a huge impact way beyond television in terms of how people dress, Peaky Blinders haircuts, Peaky Blinder-themed weddings and pubs and everything it's a phenomenon but in terms of the tv show it ends this sunday i think some people would say this series hasn't been the show at its absolute peak i think it's suffered from not having helen mccrory there sadly but it all comes to an end this sunday it's a real tv moment sunday night 9 p.m bbc one if you haven't watched peaky blinders up to this point i'm probably not going to be the person to suddenly persuade you but it is quite something. So uh, the other extreme from Peaky Blinders, the absolute polar opposite of that is the following night on BBC One, Monday at nine o'clock, The Split is back. It's series three of The Split. This is the drama about divorced lawyers with Nicola Walker as the oldest of three sisters. Stephen Mangan plays her husband. And as we rejoin them, those two, the two main characters, are themselves going through a divorce so they're having to deal with all the emotional stuff that usually their clients deal with and it's an amicable split until maybe it isn't anymore it's an extraordinary show the split 
It's very shiny. It's very soppy. Frankly, you're never far from another music montage with a breathy indie ballad on the soundtrack. It can get pretty schmaltzy. It can be pretty implausible at times. But that doesn't matter. The whole point of it is glossy escapism. And on that front, it does the job brilliantly. Okay, so uh, in reality TV, you kind of fail to notice that Gordon Ramsay has got an incredibly apprenticey show starting Gordon Ramsay's Future Food Stars. Uh, that started on Thursday on BBC One. If you're wondering whether to watch it, basically, if you ever liked The Apprentice, or even if you think The Apprentice got a bit tired in recent years, this kind of puts a whole big injection of life into it because uh, Gordon Ramsay could set lights to anything in TV terms and make it sizzle. He's very watchable. My kids always tell me how memeable he is. Little bits of stuff, that crazy things that he says to people gets made into, into memes. And he's like that on this show. He's not his most sweary and ridiculous, but it's a good format. It's a bit just like having the food task from The Apprentice every week, basically, but with people who kind of know what they're doing. He does crazy things like coming in on a helicopter or a quad bike or whatever. I've seen three episodes of it now. It's good stuff. It's quite Moorish. There's some really good characters in it. And it's in exactly the slot that The Apprentice uh, has been in for weeks at uh, 9 o'clock BBC One on a Thursday. So now this is more something for lovers of art and architecture and poetry this is a new bbc2 show on thursday well directly opposite gordon ramsay actually on bbc2 called art that made us and it's just the story of the last 1500 years or something of british history but told through wonderful artifacts artworks and buildings and stained glass and poetry and so on it takes us on this beautiful journey You won't like everything in there. And it has quite a deliberately unexpected, unorthodox way of presenting some of the objects uh, and some of the the stories. So, like, it talks about Beowulf using the American novelist who did, like, a really slangy translation of it. And so on, it gets a comic book artist to talk about the Bayer tapestry. But it works. It's really good. And there will be something in there for everyone. Uh, There was that great Alan Bennett quote about the National Gallery. You don't have to like everything in there. And this is like that, but there is there are some beautiful, beautiful things in there, and it, it's very nicely done. It's very interesting. It's quite quirky. You think there's some obvious stuff, and then there's some very unobvious stuff. Now, also, I'm sorry to give you so many things that are on Thursday at nine o'clock, but there's a great documentary at ITV at the same time called Falklands War: The Forgotten Battle, which is Ben Fogle talking about the very first part of the Falklands conflict when the Argentines invaded and this tiny detachment of Marines had to try and defend the islands. And their story hasn't really been told in the same way that the rest of the war has, the task force and everything else. And he meets the guys now. And it's a real great story of backs to the wall, daring do, and how they were then very much betrayed in terms of how they were portrayed in the media. If you didn't see last week's Channel 4 documentary called Falklands War, The Untold Story, that's on all four still. And that's a terrific piece of work about everything that went wrong in the course of the conflict. Uh, and it's got all the, all the right people describing, personally remembering the moments when things went belly up. So that's two very good documentaries. It is, of course, the anniversary. It's 40 years since the war. Now, next, I've got a couple of great documentaries about big, giant 
figures of their time who had amazing stories, one in the 18th century, one in the 1980s. They're very different. I don't know why I'm putting them together, but I am. They're both great stories. The first is Benjamin Franklin. The series is just called Benjamin Franklin. It's on PBS America, which is on Freeview. You can get it on Freeview. It's Wednesday, 7.45, and it's made by Ken Burns, who is the great doyen of American documentary history. Benjamin Franklin, we don't learn about in this country, but he is extraordinary, a complete self-made man who became a complete polymath. He was a printer and a writer, journalist, publisher. He was a statesman. He was a diplomat. But then he was also like the tech whiz of his day. He pretty much invented electricity and how we talk about electricity and so on. Um, Extraordinary figure, uh, fascinating man, story told in a very clever way because obviously there's no footage there's very few pictures but it tells the story in a really gripping way so that's benjamin franklin and i'm afraid i'm with a massive gear change i'm going from him straight into robert maxwell another brilliant documentary they talked about this a bit on the main podcast the fall of the house of maxwell which is monday night on bbc2 the extraordinary buccaneering 1980s press mogul It's his story, but it's also, it's a three-parter, and obviously it's taking us through to the story of Ghislaine Maxwell, his daughter, and her scandal. She was convicted of sex trafficking for Jeffrey Epstein. But it goes back to the origins of that, arguably in the 1980s, with Robert Maxwell and the scandal of him receiving hundreds of millions of pounds from the Mirror Group newspaper employees' pension fund and then going missing from his yacht, the Lady Ghislaine, named after his daughter, and his body turning up dead a few days later in the waves. It's an incredible story that's made more incredible by the fact they found the tape. So Maxwell used to bug his employees, and it's got tapes of them talking about where is he, what's happened to him, what's happened to the money. It's quite something, but it's got real news value, even if you think you've seen the story before. So that's Fall of the House of Maxwell, Monday on BBC Two, the first of a three-parter. Now, obviously, everyone's making a big fuss about Bridgeton at the moment because season two's arrived and that's great news. But I'm going to point you to something that's uh, in similar territory, but I think different, better, funnier. It's a wonderful show called The Great. Some people may have seen the first series, which was on Channel 4, and then wonder what happened to it. Well, what's happened to it in this country is it's now on Stars Play. You can find Stars Play if you've got an Amazon Prime video account very easily. And it's worth it just taking out a trial subscription just for this show, I promise you. It's about the life of Catherine the Great, but in a very irreverent, anachronistic, satirical way with Elle Fanning absolutely brilliant as Catherine the Great, Nicholas Holt as her husband, who's the Emperor of Russia. It's an extraordinary story, really, of her life and how she brought the Enlightenment to Russia. You could argue that it's kind of relevant for now because she's trying to fight for free thinking and free speech and so on uh, and liberalising the country. But that makes it sound heavy. It's not. It's very funny. I watch it with my teenage sons. It's something the whole family enjoys. There's nothing else like it. It's written by Tony McNamara, the same guy who did The Favourite, that brilliant film about Queen Anne with Olivia Colman. Can't recommend it highly enough. Now I have to come to my one to miss this week. And it has to be, I'm afraid, Deadline on Channel 5. They did touch on this in the main podcast. And I thought maybe they were a bit too kind to it because I think it's a real, sadly, it's a bit of a stinker. It's a sort of femme fatale thriller, kind of like Basic Instinct, 
about a socialite who's accused of killing her wealthy husband and then the documentary maker who is trying to tell her story and then falls under her spell. Did she do it? Didn't she do it? But it just sort of limps off the screen and falls flat on the floor. It's a real shame. It's called Deadline and the dialogue is full of deadlines and awful scenes where the actors just look as if they want to be anywhere else and they know this will be like a career albatross hanging around their neck. It's on Channel 5. I won't say when it's on because you shouldn't watch it, but it's on three nights this week, and that's my one to miss. Final extra tip. If you're loving Killing Eve on BBC One, you probably love the music sequences on that show. They're like nothing else. And the music, you often listen to it, you think, what on earth is that track? That's amazing. Well, they're all on a BBC Sounds playlist. You can just go to BBC Sounds, download it for free. You get the whole lot. There's some brilliant tracks on there. I really recommend that as something to listen to. So that's all for this week. If you want to find out more about any of those programmes, pick up a copy of this week's Radio Times or go to radiotimes.com. Do message us on social media with your thoughts and ideas. But for now, thanks for listening. My name's David Butcher. I hope you can join me again soon. Till then, bye for now and happy viewing.